Hello, my friend, and welcome to episode three of TFU News and Views. I am your host, Anthony Bricali, owner, operator, webmaster, TFU.info, and host of Transformers University podcast, also courtesy of TFU.info. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about Transformers Lost Light, issue 14, from IDW, from IDW Comics. came out uh, this week on Wednesday, and uh, I am going to get a little spoilery, but not just yet. I will give you the heads up. We will count you into the spoilers. Um, but if you're not reading the Lost Light comics, if you're not reading anything from IDW uh, regarding Transformers, you're missing out. You really are. Um there's always great stories. There's always great characters. Um, the writing staff over at IDW, John Barber and uh, Magritte, Magritte Scott and James Roberts, uh, who wrote this book and writes uh, Lost Light, all do a tremendous job. Uh, whether you like everything they do, whether you don't like everything they do, look, I have issues with some of just about all of their writing. Um and that's just me as a fan. Uh, for example, I think John Barber, who write, turned Thundercracker into one of the best characters uh, in Transformers and in the Transformers comics, um, and he's the writer of the comic entitled Optimus Prime, writes the worst Optimus Prime. But that's just my opinion. I just feel like his Optimus Prime is uh, uh, flat and doesn't uh, carry the character well. That said, the entire supporting cast around Optimus Prime is incredibly well written. Um, for James Roberts, I know people have issues with uh, some of the direction Lost Light has taken since it's, uh, since it is transitioned from being Transformers more than meets the eye. Um, I I get it. I get it. There are things that bother me too when he kills characters for shock value or um, or kind of works in the same kind of patterns um, or tries to pull too many surprises out of his hat. But there's no denying some of his writing is just incredibly interesting and incredibly fun for a Transformers book. And uh, for me, that, that hits me the right way uh, for a lot of things. Uh, so with that said, I'm going to jump a little bit into uh, some spoilery uh, territory here. So before I go into the spoilery territory, please just remember Toy Fair is coming. February 17th, 2018, Saturday. I will be tweeting live from the Hasbro Fan Media event in New York City. So please make sure I will be tweeting and sending to Facebook and sending to Instagram when I can. Now my... Uh, my Hootsuite program that I use for Instagram um, to get to everything all at once, for some reason, doesn't like the orientation of my photos. Uh, it discriminates against the orientation of my photos. So sometimes I will post a picture and it will be upside down or sideways. Uh, I apologize in advance. I don't know why it does it. I don't know if I can fix it, but I want to kind of make sure that the uh, Instagram crowd does get served. So... Uh, I will do my best to make sure those photos are upright, but uh, there is a bit of a high-speed uh, pace to the world uh, at Toy Fair, and uh, it's going to be hard to keep up. Before I get into spoilers, one last thing. Um, I got some big things coming for you after uh, 
uh, Toy Fair. We've got a, a pretty sweet contest coming. I just have to iron out all the details. I know I've been teasing it on the other podcast. Uh, after Toy Fair, there will be more episodes of Transformers University, but uh, right now I need to focus on Toy Fair. Um, and we will be finishing out 1984 when we do. And I just want you to know that uh, if you like the show, if you like the site, there will be more ways to help coming in the future. Uh, ways that are going to be a lot of fun, uh, and they're going to offer more to you than you just me just asking you to give me money to uh, help support the site. However, if you would like to help support the site, there are two ways you can do it. They're both free. Well, <laughs> they're both free to you to do. Uh, one is to use our Amazon link. Uh, it doesn't cost you any extra. If you go to tfu.info slash Amazon, buy whatever you're normally going to buy. Do your normal Amazon shopping. That will cost you, but it won't cost you any more. And what happens, Amazon kicks back a little bit of change to tfu.info to help us with some costs. Another way you can help, and this is totally free, is to go to tfu.info slash help and take a look at our toy list and uh, see what's missing. I haven't updated it in a while, but... Um, Everything that's on there is still missing. So take a shot, uh, read the directions. It's really easy to do some photos. All you need is a camera, which you probably have on your phone, a light, which you probably have in your house, and a couple of pieces of white paper. And then everything else is just you snapping photos of your favorite toys, transforming them, and taking some more photos. And then throwing them in an email from your phone. It couldn't be any easier. Uh, so with that all in mind... Uh, I just want to thank you for uh, all your support. Uh, if you have supported or sent in photos, uh, they've always been a big help, and they've what made they are what a, what's made the site what it is today. All right. Oh, and well, one last thing: if you're catching this podcast in the Transformers University feed, this will probably be the last one I post within that feed. Um, so please search TFU News and Views on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Google Play, wherever you like to get your podcasts and subscribe to the feed for TFU News and Views. Uh, I don't want to clutter up the uh, TF University stuff if I don't have to. Now, a quick pause here. We're going to pause for spoiler space. I'm going to count you down. We've got 10 seconds. You have 10 seconds now to shut off this podcast. You have 10 seconds to skip to the next thing in your playlist. And I'm counting you down in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, one. All right. Spoiler time. Now, uh, I am not going to go and break down the whole plot of this book. Um, that is for people who are more skilled than me, and that is for a future episode of Transformers University many years from now. Part of the reason why I do Transformers University is because I can't remember a lot of this stuff, or I just want to revisit it to enjoy it again. Um, and right now we're in 1984, so it's going to be a long time till I get up to this point in Lost Light. So uh, I want to make sure we cover this, but I do not want to go detail by detail because that is something we are going to do in the future, in another day, a long time from now. And really, you can go to tfwiki.net. They are the best at summarizing these things. They are the best at taking all this information and breaking it down because the IDW continuity is really dense. It's so dense that I am so glad for just the stupid little synopsis on the inside cover to help me remember what happened a previous issue or two issues ago or three issues ago. Uh, I am not as schooled on IDW, even though I've read just about everything. 
Uh, my brain is just not soaked in the way the Marvel uh, G180 issue run is, probably because I read that four or five times. And, you know, there was a period from the end of G1 until uh, Dreamwave, uh, you know, barring the 12 issues of the Generation 2 comic, where there really wasn't much uh, new Transformers fiction in the world of comic books. So I just want to touch on a couple of things. Uh, you know, the story starts out with the escape from Garrus 9. There's some nice cameos in here. Uh, Skip, who you may uh, know from the previous issue, is the uh, dead Decepticon that the Autobots are riding in. Here he is in a flashback, alive and well. Uh, the members of Dino King also uh, with uh, Scorponok and uh, Shockwave's crew as they escape Garrus 9. Uh, of course, there's the DJD. God, we love the DJD. I love the DJD. I really hope they translate to toys, official toys, because I don't do third party. Um, I hope they really do translate to official toys someday because uh, these characters need to be made. Tarn needs to be made. Nickel needs to be made. Um, so just looking a couple of pages ahead, one thing I like is that um, we get a ton, we get an exposition dump from Nickel outside of the Museum of Curious and Rumored Objects. And uh, one of the things she says is uh, they call themselves the Scavengers but they pronounce it differently every time. They say it like it's a joke. And I'm trying to figure out the best way to say this word now. Um, to me, they are now, in my head, the Scavengers, um, which is not a... which I know it probably sounds like they should have a horn section, but it kind of makes them the not-Avengers uh, or the Avengers of the Transformers universe. So they, to me, are now the Scavengers. And so the uh, Scavengers are uh, inside talking about the Magnificence. And uh, it's great that even after this big exposition dump, Misfire comes out and says, Hey, come inside. You're missing all the exposition. Uh, this is some of the brilliance uh, of, of James Roberts' writing that I really like. And they're inside talking with Agonizer. God, can we get an Agonizer toy out of Toy Fair? Um, that's such an easy repaint to do. It's six shot in, in funky colors with a new head. Um, so I really want the Hasbro folks to do this. Uh, it's an easy one to do. It's not like some of these other characters that totally need new, new toolings. Uh, the other thing I noticed is Nichols got that dial, that meter on her head. Uh, I'm almost wondering if that's a, um, a Geiger counter or I guess a VU meter for audio. I don't know. Um. I don't remember if they've ever explained it, but if they have, shoot me a tweet uh, at TFU underscore info. Tell me uh, what the hell it was, because I don't remember. Uh, and there's another interesting thing in this conversation as they're talking about the Magnificence. Is uh, they're talking about how great this thing is. And they say it's an all-owning artifact, it's a sentient search engine. And they say, it's in the shape of a ball, and it has an eye in it. And all I could think is, they say, you can ask it questions. And I forgot what it looked like until I turned the page. And then, in my head, I'm wondering, is this just, just a magic eight ball? Is this the magic eight ball of Garrus 9? Um, I kind of want to take a magic eight ball and, and, and turn it into the Magnificence. But uh, I do not have uh, <laughs> uh, the time nor the inclination to really do that. Uh, so, just... Skipping ahead, uh, if you've read this, 
then you know what you know basically what happens is they go on the hunt for the magnificence uh, the scavengers get there uh grimlock officially kind of declares nickel part of the group uh in one of his few chances to talk they get captured by scorponok uh end up in prison they open up grimlock's chest and uh realize that uh he has a uh a brace in his chest that is compatible with Magnificence as they are revealed to be uh, captured by Scorponok, Flame, and uh, others. I'm sure those others have names. Uh, I do not have them handy at the moment. And then, so, but while Grimlock's opened, uh, he eventually wakes up. Uh, he does not like to be worked on. So uh, he freaks out, rips off Spinister's arm, we cut away, we, we hear some noises from the prison cell, they go back to check, and Grimlock is now fully functional in robot mode, demands to see Scorponok, and all the rest of the scavengers have been torn to shreds. So, we're left to wonder, are they dead? Which I don't think they are. Deaths don't happen unless they happen on screen. That's my personal rule, and uh, it, it usually serves me well. However, they are all dismembered. But... Let's remember that uh, Nickel is a medic. Jeez, Septicons could have used her in G1 if you listened to my last episode, uh, Transformers University number 10. They did not have a medic that year, and uh, no one officially as a medic, I think, until Nickel was introduced in the comics. And uh, they have a surgeon in Spinister, so they have two people that know what they're doing that could have helped dismember everyone on there. And Spinister would have been the last one because his arm is the only thing shown missing so maybe just maybe this was all part of their escape plan that's what i think um we'll see what happens you know for for an issue that came out rare, fairly quickly um and it has some beautiful art uh by i'm gonna butcher these names but we're gonna go back to the first page and check them uh sarah peachy de rocher um uh, and sarah i know i, I tweeted her so Sarah, if you're listening, um, tell me how to say it properly so I don't screw it up. And Brendan Cahill, and uh, colors by Joanna Lafuente, uh, all of which did a great job. And there's also a panel in here, I tweeted it out the other day, uh, when the Scavengers are getting uh, captured. It is a uh, silhouette of the team, the word rumble uh, for sound effect on a red background. So uh, the... The argument has been put to rest. Rumble is red. And with that, we are wrapping up another edition of TFU News and Views. I am your host, Anthony Bricali. Thank you for joining me, and I'll see you next time.